Good morning, good morning, Bokatoba Koti. That's sister in Hebrew. I am your host, Tafara Yasharal, here with my Sisters Keeper radio show and podcast. You are tuned in to our group. Thanks so much. You're taking the first step. Let's go ahead and get started. Go to our Facebook group, Files, and you will see our 90-day spiritual challenge guide. Let's go ahead and get started. Now, as with any personal development plan, it is important, sis, that you establish some personal goals. What goals do you have for yourself in the next 90 days? It may be to read the Bible every day. It may be to pray every day, which is something that we both can do. Um, It may be to be more intentional about sharing your faith with others. There can be any number of personal goals you have as it pertains to your spiritual growth. So I want you to take a moment, complete the goal list within the guide so that you can measure your success during the next 90 days. So you're gonna write down three Bible study goals, three personal prayer goals, and you're gonna write down three Bible application goals and three personal outreach goals. You can use the guide to find out more about what that looks like, some examples. But now that you have determined what goals um, that you're gonna have, let's help you to get started on this journey of growth and maturity as a disciple of Yeshua Christ. Provided below in the guide are the necessary steps that we'll take that we will take together to ensure our development of good spiritual health. Now we have to do a personal evaluation. Okay. Now 1 John 1 verse 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So a coatee. Let's confess our sins together here today. We ask the Father to forgive us of our sins and our trespasses and to lead us not into temptation, but delivering us from evil. And each day, we should start with that personal evaluation. We should definitely confess every single day. Take some time to let the Holy Spirit in you bring awareness to the areas of your heart and life that need to be submitted to the process of redevelopment by Yah. So by you confessing your sins, you're opening up the Holy Spirit to become more aware that you may get deeper into the intricacies of your mind, the things that are not developed, the things that were mistaught to you, misguiding you, so that you may be able to strip yourself of the old person and be redeveloped in his word. It's critical that in this step you are honest, sis, honest with yourself. Listen, you don't have to tell us in the group all of your personal, deepest, darkest secrets and and fears, but you can lay it on the altar. Because once you have been made aware of the negative areas of your heart and life, just ask the Father to forgive you. Now, this is the first step in allowing change in that area. The goal is not to just simply acknowledge it but beginning the process of changing it in your life, okay? So in this book, we have provided for you 90 pages, one for each day of your challenge to assist you in the steps you will need to take for quality spiritual development and growth. Personal daily devotion, this I say for your own benefit, not to just put a restraint upon you, 
but to promote what is appropriate and to secure undistracted devotion to the Adonai. 1 Corinthians 7 and verse 35. Personal daily devotion requires the execution of two particular exercises, and that is prayer and Bible study. So you have to pray and study the word. Pray and study the word. So the personal daily devotion um, is going to show you, if you go down, uh, how to pray. And one of the first things that it says is that you need to pray first with thanksgiving. Okay, according to Philippians 4 and 6 and Colossians 4 and 2, um, you know, you also need to present Yah with your request. And then sit silent and learn. Okay, that's how you pray. Allow the Holy Spirit to respond to you, the voice. Trust your father. Attach, you're attached to him. Study the word. Like newborn babies that long for the pure uh, milk of the word. So that by it you may grow in respect to salvation. Now many of us do not acquire a daily discipline of studying scripture. Because we are intimidated by it. Okay, So you're not really, really getting into that word. You know, It's just not cool anymore. When I was growing up, well, I guess it's a little different because my grandmother sat with me and she used to read the word to me and ask me, what did you think that this meant? And I was so young, I would just, you know, well, I think it means this and I think it means that. And it was just encouraging um, when she would, you know, make me feel like I knew or I was very close to what it had meant. And I felt that I had this special connection that I knew something nobody else knew. I enjoyed the word as a child, but not all of us have that opportunity to be introduced to the word. Um, it says here, you know, we see all the pages, the chapters, the verses, and, and we don't know where to begin. Most of us have a difficult time understanding the terminology, you know, understanding what we're reading. So here's a few steps, everyone, okay, to help you develop a quality Bible study thinking. Um, now, what I do want you to do is, you know, find you a teacher, someone that you can identify with, that speaks your language, that you can understand. That's number one. I mean, I think that if we just stay in tuned, um, especially on the Sabbath, if you're uh, tuning in to a, 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 a study or if you have a place of worship, then that's always going to empower you. And it's just going to be, it's going to come to um, recollection. Once you start to uh, review the word over and over um, repeatedly. But reflection. Second uh, Timothy verse uh, 3, chapter 3 and verse 16. Ask yourself how the scriptures you are reading are meant to instruct you, teach you, correct, and train you in righteousness. Okay? So reflect on the word. How can it help you? What is it saying to you? Meditation. Psalms 119. In verse 15, take some time to really focus on what you have read and let it sink deep into your heart and mind. Think about how the precepts, the truths, and virtues of Yah can be recognized in your life over the past and how it will set the course of your life and the decisions making in the future. So you need to reflect, do a lot of meditating. It will come to you, even in the smallest ways. It could be just a thought, an interaction, um, something that you've acquired. 
you just never know. You have to listen out for the word. And then finally, when you're reflecting and meditating upon this word, it won't serve any purpose without you actually applying it. So what you learn, you do. The Most High will give you an opportunity in the next set of of transactions or interactions to apply what it is that he's taught you. And that's going to help to change and break bad cycles, break bad habits. For an example, the word says to cover your head when praying and prophesizing. Now, when I first came into this walk, I didn't really understand the complete concept, but I knew that it was told that that's what I should do. It was commanded and it was out of respect and that it was um, it would show the most high glory and respect and honor. Now, later in my walk, I learned more about it, that our hair is our husband's glory and that we should be modest when we dress. And so, you know, we have this wonderful, beautiful, thick, beautiful, beautiful head of hair. And we're allowing, um, you know, individuals to uh, to be able to see our beauty in that light. Um, and we just want to be careful, especially around our nation, um, to not cause another brother to stumble on, on your beauty, especially if you belong to someone else. It's res- respect for your household and it's showing respect to your ADNA. And so all of these things, are they're, they're layers. But before I was able to dig into that, um, it was just simple obedience. I didn't really have to understand it to actually apply it because it commanded me and I did it. And I was rejoicing and reaping the benefits because I had to be an example to other sisters. And so I would not um, you know, show up to service without my head being wrapped and what if there was a new Akoti that was joining the walk in the faith and saw that I was loose you know that I um, I could do it sometimes and sometimes I wouldn't well that would give them the wrong impression so there's just so many different layers to you applying this word your behaviors can be the very thing that brings someone over to salvation now also um, to be real I don't wear a head cover every single place that I go and maybe that's something that this 90 day journey can help me to do to be um, more um, comfortable with wrapping my head um, in and out of prayer and prophesizing arenas just to be on call 24 hours the most highest with us 24 hours a day he doesn't take any breaks so why should we so that's good and then there it is self-reflection if you continue on what areas do you struggle uh, in your personal devotion and so there it is then I would say an area of struggle would be um, for me to feel uh, more um, amp to wear my head covered everywhere that I go and why is this an area of struggle well because maybe I'm used to wearing wonderful different you know different hairstyles looking cute um thinking that i'm not looking my 100 percent absolute top-notch best um so really more of a style thing more of a self-image um yeah that's very fleshly very fleshly it says what what one thing can you change in your time habits and priorities to make daily devotion a daily practice well get up for me in specific get up and you know if I have to make sure my head wraps are matching try something new um, try some different outfits and try to um, just not think about it and just do it because at the end of the day does it really matter I mean what is our goals out here are we looking to attract people 
Are we looking for uh, for uh, likes? Are we looking for comments? Are we looking for compliments? Or are we focused on our virtuosity and being modest and focusing on spiritual things rather than uh, carnal, fleshly things? So these are just some really great examples here. So let's continue in our guide. Also, service to others. Let's talk about that. It says here, from whom the whole body being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies, according to the proper working of each individual part, causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. Ephesians 4 and 16. You know, we ought to always give thanks to the Most High. Um, Your brethren is only fitting because your faith is greatly enlarged and the love of each one of you towards one another grows even greater. That's in 2 Thessalonians 1 and verse 3. The command we were given as disciples of Christ is to love one another as he loves us. This command is impossible to fulfill without demonstration. So service to others is clearly you demonstrating love and your love of each other. So love of ourselves, sis. That's why we're here demonstrating it with the sisterhood. All right. And the demonstration of this command is recognizing how we deliberately serve one another. Shout out to all my coaches that serve um, every holy day. Um, during the week, even on and off the clock, um, it does take effort, time, and sacrifice on our part to apply the qualities of our gifts, abilities, talents, skills, and resources to each other. Make no um, no uh, doubt in your mind that we work and serve one another every single day. All right, and the Most High sees that, and that's what He wants from us. He wants us to. So one way to get started is by simply serving in the household of Yah in the areas needing your service. So you may want to start even in this group. If this is your first introductor, uh, excuse me, introduction to the word and to your spirituality, if you're refining yourself, you want to make sure that you're providing servitude. There are so many different ways for you to give here. Um, even on my Sister's Keeper radio show and podcast, we have a giving program as well. If you feel that you want to give to someone less fortunate. Um, and I always say, you know, there's someone out here who needs your help, whether it be another Akoti or a family. You can definitely, um, you know, um, uh, you can definitely volunteer your time. Everything doesn't have to be money, um, but you can donate if that's what you want to do. Whatever the most high puts on your heart. Okay? Because it can be greeting people. You know, when you're coming to an assembly or you have a, a gathering, it doesn't have to be money. Working with children. Um, singing or playing on the worship team, you know, whatever, whatever it is that you can do, it's going to give you not only that personal gratitude, but it's also going to shine bright and the most high will be pleased. Okay. Self-reflection again. In what way do you, um, in what way, uh, to you, in what way to you intentionally and regularly serve others? So how do you regularly and intentionally serve others? What prevents you from serving others regularly? Are you caught up in maybe um, being too busy? Do you feel that, you know, it's all about the bag and not about giving back? Or are you not interested? You know, do you not have a group that you can serve in? 
And then why does this prevent you from serving? And in what area will you commit to serving others? Maybe even just five hours a month. So if you are in Atlanta or anywhere, you know, I encourage you to post and let us know if there's any opportunities for sisters. And that's all over the country, wherever you are. If there's an opportunity to serve, even amongst each other, even create an opportunity, you know, come together and say, hey, sis, I'm in your city. Why don't we get together and perform his works? In this case, more so over, it is required of stewards that one be found trustworthy. Now, there are several divine resources Yah has entrusted to mankind that are meant to produce eternal results according to his will. But we have the choice to use these resources to serve our will or his. If we use them for the services of our will, then our reward will be gained in this life. But if, if it is for his reward, um, it will be gained in the life to come. If we want to see the re- increase of his resources, we must apply them to the purposes he assigned to them. And these resources are as follows. So make sure that you are doing the works with integrity, that you are a great steward, that you are trustworthy, that you are going to take his talents and you're going to multiply them. That you're not going to use your knowledge, wisdom, and understanding um, for your own gain and for purposes of your own um, pride and ego. It says, one, treasure, money. Okay, you have to trust you with these things. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, declares the Adonai. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse so that there may be food in my house and test me now in this. You know, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you a blessing until it overflows. Right? So make sure you're not hand-holding. You know how that goes. You know when you bury something in the sand that belongs to Yah. He gave you the increase, but you decided to go buy that motorcycle. Or you decided to go buy that new hot ride. But you know that you have some sisters or brothers that's out here struggling. Come on now, talk to them. It's not saying that you can't take care of yourself. Come on. Self-preservation is key. However, you know when you are hand-holding. You know when the Most High is giving you an assignment and a duty. And if you don't know, then let's go back and let's start to meditate, pray. Let's start to be patient and, and think and apply this word and ask Him and do self-reflection and it'll come to you. You'll know. <laughs> now it says time, production. So teach us to number our days that we may present you a heart of wisdom. Psalms 90 and 12. Therefore, be careful how you walk, not as unwise men, but as wise, making the most of your time, because the days are evil. And that's according to Ephesians 5, verse 15 and 16. And that's definitely um, a good, good, a a very good um, precept there. Conduct yourselves with wisdom towards outsiders, making the most of the opportunity, according to Colossians 4 and verse 5. And let me say this about time. Time waits for no one. We just experience the toughest time of our life um, in history you know this pandemic watching our loved ones pass away watching our friends and their loved ones pass away on our timelines you know we really were um, struck and grieving and and just shell shocked I mean I can't imagine this type of grief in such a short amount of time which which lets me know that we, we time is not promised to any of us And we have to be more mindful of that, how we treat each other, how we're using wisdom, how we're utilizing our days, 
Are we, um, you know, taking our time being procrastinators? Can we really get through this 90-day guide together? These are some things that we want to talk about up front and consider and pray about throughout our journey. Also, talent, again, since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, each of us is to exercise them accordingly. If prophecy according to the proportion of his faith, if service in his serving, or he who teaches in his teaching, or he who extorts in his exhortation, he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerful cheerfulness. Romans 12, verses 6 through 8. As each one has received a special gift, employ it in serving one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of Yah. 1 Peter chapter 4 and 10. So let's reflect on that. What resources do you currently prioritize in applying Yah's purpose in your life? So what are you doing? You know, are you studying? Are you utilizing sisterhood group? Um, what are you doing to prioritize the most high in your life? And that's why we're providing this 90-day challenge. What resources do you struggle prioritizing? Is it being able to get up and meditate and pray every morning? Is it really joining? Is it really giving up the old ways for new? Why do you struggle with prioritizing this resource? Are you upset with God? Are you just not interested? Is your life so distracting that you have separated your spirit from your flesh and, and you just don't even know the difference? Um, you know, or you haven't separ- separated your spirit from your flesh and you, you don't know the difference. You're a, a carnal. Um, you're holding on to the past. You're in you know, bad habits. Things that are distracting you. Um, you know, it's helping you to not prioritize the resources that he's been given you to learn. And then what resources will you make a commitment to so you can prioritize his will? I certainly hope this 90-day challenge helps you to do so. It also says here, but you be sober in all things, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. Listen, when it says to be sober in all things, it's to be clear-minded, to be to be wise, to have a clear objective, a clear understanding, not just actual, you know, intoxication as well, but it, it goes even deeper because you could be angry, you could be drunken with anger, okay? Endure hardship, okay? So you're going through something. A lot of people go through things. Don't make it the end of the world. Don't um, think that it's all about you and your world is over and, you know, you have to understand, you have to endure. Don't give up. Don't walk away because it's tough. Do the work as an evangelist. Fulfill your ministry. Every person who is a disciple of Yeshua Christ has been given the duty of preaching the gospel. This is all about sharing with others what uh, you do know about them, okay? Even this group. Because the reality of a growing relationship with him is for you to share it, okay? This can be accomplished by sharing um, the different parts of the gospel uh, message formed from our relationship with him and growth and our knowledge of the Most High. First, you want to share your testimony. Then you want to share your faith and share your knowledge. You want to definitely do that as often as possible. It's going to re-encourage you. How often do you share your testimony, sis? 
you can start by posting in this chat, posting in the group. What makes outreach difficult for you? You don't make friends? Are you such a busybody? Can you just take 30 seconds just to tell the most high, you know, to let us know here in the group that, you know, he's just blessing you today or you're learning something new or maybe you're having a tough day. But either way, the word applying it uh, to you can be the solution. So who will you commit to praying for and seeking God for opportunities to reach out with your testimony, faith and knowledge? Who will you commit to praying for? right and seeking y'all for opportunities to reach out with your testimony faith and knowledge so you're gonna have to get involved you're gonna have to set a a a a purpose a goal to know that hey i'm gonna get out here i'm gonna pray for individuals i'm going to consciously be a prayer warrior and i'm gonna find opportunities that i'll be able to give out my testimony So let's jump right in. I hope that I covered that preface uh, in a way that will res- resonate with you. Um, I hope that this journey will take you to a, a new level of understanding and give you some routine. And, uh, you know, it's going to give us all something that we didn't start off with. So let's go into day one, the journal. But I am afraid. As the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, your minds will be led astray from the simplicity and purity of devotion to Christ. 2 Corinthians 11.3 Do you read the word because you feel obligated to or because you desire to learn from him? Let's ponder on that. Why am I doing this? Do I feel like I'm doing this because my husband wants me to be in the word or that my family members, you know, they're very, you know, they're, they're deep in the word. And so I feel obligated or do you actually want to learn? Do you have a desire in your body to actually learn the word? Do you pray because you're required to or because you want to talk with him? Are you praying because someone forced you to? Or do you really have a, 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 a question, a need, a desire, a give thanks, a testimony? Relationship can quickly become religious when our motives shift from love to law. Ooh, that's a deep one. I want you to look at the challenge of this verse and I want you to write that down. And how can you apply this to your life and what will you work to change? And then I want you to write in a prayer. So again, we're going to be really digging into day one. Why are you here? Are you doing it because it's the letter of the law? Are you reading this word so that you can sound more articulate than the next Akoti? Are you taking a lot of the precepts and the doctrine literal and not applying it spiritually? What is your intentions? You know, the heart is exceedingly wicked. Who could know it? So what are your intentions? I want you to ponder on that. Day one, your relationship with the Most High. Is it religious or is it true love? Tune in tomorrow for day two. I hope you're well. And please write in your guides. You can print them out as well. (laughs) Have a wonderful, wonderful day, Akoti. And let's end with a prayer. Father, yeah, I just want to thank you for waking me up this morning and give me the inclination to reach out to our sister group. 
Father, as we embark on our 90-day spiritual challenge journey, we pray that the ears that this wonderful, wonderful service show and this group is going to land on, Father, that it may touch their hearts and give them the inclination, Father, to do your will. We thank you and pray for forgiveness of all of our sins and trespasses and help us to build up our faith, build up our sisterhood and our virtuosity. Father, we pray for wisdom in all things and application. Father, as we meditate on your word, we thank you. We thank you for being here for us in the early morning, the midday, and in the evening. And as we thank you in advance for our daily bread, please allow us to be of service to others. Help us to see the magnitude of what we can accomplish with our hands and our hands and our hearts and our faith alone. All these things we do humbly come before you and pray. We make no demands to you but give full mercy and supplication. And we thank you, Father, in the name of your holy and mighty Son that you gave for us, Yeshua HaMashiach. We pray. I mean, have a great day, Koti.